0: Welcome to the Salted Carmel Podcast, where we bring our parishioners and guests together to share their faith stories in hopes of making others more comfortable and sharing their faith stories and journeys as well. We're coming to you from Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Church in Carmel, Indiana. I'm a parishioner at the parish, and David Cook is our stewardship director. David, who's our guest today?
1: Our guest today is Jim the Buzz Lightyear Alley. Yes. <laughs> Jim Buzz like Everybody, he loves that nickname. He can't stop watching the movie. Buzz Lightyear. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jim, how are you doing today? Uh, outstanding, especially since I'm in this warm, welcoming atmosphere. Amen. Very we just good.
1: give people new nicknames and hope they like it and see That's what happens.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> Jim, thank you so much for joining us today. And tell us a little bit about yourself and your connection to our Lady of Mount Carmel.
2: Uh, where to start? Well, actually, um, Marcy and I joined the parish in 1975, and both Marcy and I are from Columbus, Ohio, so we're Buckeyes. And uh, the, um, three children and three grandchildren all went to Our Lady of Mount Carmel, right. and they went to Cathedral, and then my uh, one of my grandchildren, my granddaughter, went to Garen High School. And... When he joined the parish, by the grace of God, it was about two years into that, and I got invited to a Crescio, which I didn't even know what it was, and reluctantly did not want to go. And finally, the person that was inviting me said, Well, if if you don't like it, you can leave. (laughs) (laughs) That was Thursday night. And went over there. Guess what? They drove me there. Oh. <laughs> there <you go. laughs> however, however, it was it, it it was really a turning point in my life from the standpoint that it was the first time in my life, and that would have been well, I would have been my thirty three or something like that that I experienced the presence. Wait, hold on there. Oh. Don't spoil uh, it. We, yeah, okay, we,
1: we have to build up the story. Uh, all right, all right. right. So, okay, you can so, just
2: die right in. <laughs> Well, I know, but that, well, it's, that, that was the thing that started everything right there. Amen, yeah. 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 So, yeah. Uh, again. Well, let's uh, start
1: from the beginning. What, what was your life like before you knew Jesus Christ or before well, you had a personal relationship with him? <sighs>
2: Actually, it was it was one of searching. And I didn't know what for at the time either. Uh, I was kind of lost, although I, I, I was uh, cradle Catholic, but never went to a Catholic school. Hmm. And I received instructions at l- when I was 11 years old. And I went reluctantly because my mother said I had to go. It was on a Saturday during the summers, and it was the last place I wanted to go on Saturday morning. <laughs> and I went to a layperson's home. And I didn't know anybody there. And I had to learn the old Baltimore Catechism.
0: Ah. <laughs> of
2: course. And I memorized whatever I had to learn and was, uh, received my first Holy Communion confirmation on the same weekend that fall with Bishop Reedy. However, I thought when I finished that, I didn't have to do anything else. Mm. And I just kind of drifted. So, I was probably drifting with my spiritual life from then until later on in my life. Hmm.
1: So I love, I love this, too, what you said, you're on the fence, Catholic. Yes, yeah. Yeah.
2: that really was true. And again, you know, at the time that you're going through that, you really don't understand that. Mm-hmm. And, and at that age, I think the difficulty is having anything to compare it with. Mm-hmm. And so, you don't know if it's right, wrong, or whatever, but in retrospect, I would change my mind about whether I was wanted to be Catholic or not. And probably the big reason is I didn't really know what it meant to be Catholic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And of course I have to get later on to my story when yeah. I was really challenged and I'm often ready to go into that yeah. or not. Well I'll wait until you ask me the question. <laughs> no, no,
0: I no. well you actually
2: I was just kidding. <laughs> okay. The the thing that I need to say that that uh, during that period of time even though i did not um know my faith god was with me because of my family my friends and mm. my community mm-hmm. but hey that's normal isn't it no it's not normal but i didn't know that and i didn't understand that until later on and then uh, so i uh i was very blessed to go to hanover college a private college Presbyterian College. Do you believe that? Mm-hmm. I didn't. didn't make any <laughs> difference to me because, you know, and uh, it, it was a requirement that you get six hours of Bible study.
1: Oh,
2: interesting. <laughs> I went to the president's office and I said, I don't think I need to take this because I'm Catholic.
0: Oh, (laughs) how'd that go over? We had a
2: great president. He was really great. His door was always open. You could walk into the office anytime you wanted. So I walked in one day and told him that. He was very nice about it. And he said, well, I can understand what you're saying, but um, if you want to graduate from Hanover College, you have to have six hours of Bible study. There you go. So I said, okay. And that was a blessing because it was the first time in my life that I ever studied mm-hmm. the Bible.
1: Yeah. And
2: believe me, I mm-hmm. did not, I did not know what the synoptic gospels were. I didn't know anything, really. I say it not true that I didn't know anything. Didn't know how it all fit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's very fragmented. And then the other big challenge too was the students at Hanover College, it was 500 then, 500 students co-ed, uh, were maybe a, four Catholics on campus. Wow. So, you know, I'm an anomaly there, right? What is yeah. this guy? Yeah. What? You're Catholic and me. You ask me all these questions about my faith. I didn't know anything. Huh. And so I said, I need to find out. And so that was really the beginning of my journey.
1: So that kind of motivated
2: you then. To, yeah. Well, I know. thought, well, I thought Well, I was embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that they're asking me. And then they shared all their beliefs, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I said, <laughs> this was mum. I didn't say, no, I didn't tell them why I believed what I did. Uh huh. Yeah. So anyhow that yeah. uh, that was a uh, and again back then I didn't look on it as a gift from God mm-hmm. but it really was and it planted the seed that uh, developed through the rest of my life and uh, at, as it turned out when we moved to our Lady Mount Carmel parish and that's when I got into Chris Co mm-hmm. and when I like I said Never, when my life went to a retreat, the mm-hmm. first retreat, and I was like, when I say thirty-three or something like that, and have you guys experienced the Holy Spirit? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, get, so. Get, so I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Uh-huh. I, was unple- <laughs> I, I was I was on fire actually, uh-huh. but again, I still didn't know that was the Holy Spirit, but I just know that was great, you know, and I really. And um so but then I'm, here I am in Arleigh Mount Carmel Parish, about two years or three years later, nineteen eighty, they started the first Bible study. Ah. And of course, you know, they in the in the Crucio they say you need to study scripture. Well, I did try to do that, believe it or not. When I got the next week out of crucio, I got the Bible out and I started reading. Uhhuh. And I thought this is not working. Ah. <laughs> I said, What's going on here? I just I'm reading words, yeah. reading words, not and they don't make any it. sense to me. Uh, and I, so I quit. Well, by the grace of God, here comes Bible study. Yeah, and so and and that Bible study is going on to this day. And I have to tell you, of all the ones I've had, I've only missed maybe two or three.
0: Oh wow! No. but possible.
2: but why would I not want to go? Actually, I remember we took. Um, uh, well, I, I went to the first two or three, and then they repeated one of the books, say it was John or something. I said, well, I've already done John. I don't need to do that again. I'll just do it on my own. Uh And that whole time, I, I may have read a little bit the first day or the second day, and then the whole, what, term went by and everything. I didn't read anything. I said, mm-hmm. well, I can't do that anymore. I've got to go to the Bible study or I won't do it. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I've always done that. And it's just been great in terms of helping me understand my faith.
0: I bet there were some people at that time who said what you told the president of Hanover that I'm Catholic. Why do I need to go to Bible study? That's... Right? <laughs> yep. maybe. Yeah. Or maybe some people listening right now who might still be yeah. thinking that. So. And again,
2: You know, again, I I don't know, maybe it was a blessing, maybe not, to not be challenged when you're in your teens on why you believe what you believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's a blessing from the standpoint that it didn't, I was in a community that didn't threaten me. Mm -hmm. I felt comfortable being a Catholic, and they didn't dislike me or anything else because of that. And I thought, oh, you know, that's good enough for me. Yeah. And let live and Whatever, be whatever you want to be, and that's okay. And it was, it was a great community. I still yeah. tell you how great the community is. Grandview Heights High School, about 400 students, we had a graduating class of 80. We've met every five years since our 10th reunion.
1: That's awesome. That's tight.
2: And the last one we had was the 65th. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were 80, out of the 80 that, there were about 47 that we, Well, 47 that we had names and addresses for. And we contacted, well, we sent that information out. We heard from about 30 and 20 showed up. Yeah. So So it seems like community's always been really a big theme in your life. I think that that would be one thing that I'd like to say another blessing for me. It it, it is. Community Mm -hmm. is a big thing because the same thing happened in college. Mm -hmm. And... Believe it or not, Grandview Heights High School had a high school fraternity. Huh. Oh, really? Uh-huh. That's only the half of it. Uh huh. We had a fraternity house. What? what at a high school? Yes.
0: Oh, and did they, they, you live there? No. Oh, okay.
2: but it was and it was regular. It was a ranch, just yeah. one mm-hmm. floor and big living room, little kitchen, little ante room, and little bathroom upstairs and in the basement. But again, they outruled fraternities. I forget when they did that. And it's Brotherhood of Rooks is the name of the organization. <laughs> and, uh,
0: Well, that's the first I've ever heard of that. I,
2: well, again, I, but not part of the community again. And of course, yeah. the, the school was part of the community. It was, I mean, the parents were behind us, you know, and you could, and everybody knew everybody, everybody supported everything. And that's just, that I, it was just great. I, I remember my senior year, no, my junior year, they used to have a senior that graduated come back and yeah. talk to the, students mm. and they divided the boys in one group and the girls in another group and and so i remember my junior year i think it was terry smith i think i'm not sure but anyhow came back and talked to us and, and he said enjoy this because this is going to be the greatest part of your life uh. and i believed him <laughs> i did and i did i enjoyed my junior year and my senior year
0: yeah. and
2: they were great my high school was yeah. great anyhow so it was all community
0: well how is your life in christ now jim
2: I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Uh, And, again, I can see in retrospect how God has been a part of everything that I've done, although I did not know it at the time. And I think that's part of, well, part of my life, anyhow, the experience of discovering that. And, again, I've been blessed to be in communities like Our Lady Mount Carmel. Mm -hmm. My parish church that I grew up is Our Lady of Victory. Mm -hmm. (gasps) And it was a small church, and it's still there. And they have uh, festivals, and I go back and join in on those festivals when I go back to Columbus, Ohio. And I go back frequently.
1: Um, do you think? Uh, do you think your conversion had any impact on your your family and your kids and Marcy? I
2: I don't know how they how it could not have, because I did talk a lot about it, and I prayed that it would happen. But again, and you guys that are parents understand that when you're gone through it, I really thought I was a failure as a parent. Oh, oh I thought this is not right. And, you know, there's uh, there's no handbook on how to be a parent, right? right? So how do I know I'm doing this right, you know? And, of course, my my folks were probably an example of how you're supposed to be a parent, which is probably not textbook. but And that's what I used at some of that. And, of course, the big part of it, they love me. My sisters love me. The community love me. So I've been blessed with love my entire life. Another thing, I know not everybody, I think, can say that. Mm -hmm.
0: Right, right.
1: That's good. Yes. Uh, One thing we like to ask people is that uh, everybody's given special skills Mm -hmm. to help evangelize and different tools, unique abilities that the Lord's blessed us all with. What do you think some of your tools or skills would be?
2: Well, I, I really think it's probably the fact that, um, I feel comfortable around people and I always enjoy meeting people and it's always worked for me. And, but I I have to say that I didn't always know that was a gift from God, um, but I know it is now and it's, it's, it's interesting. Uh. I think probably when I was younger and somebody would have told me that, I thought was just, yeah, well, okay, good, uh, that's it, and brush it off. But that's not the way it uh, should be because of what we've talked about before in other places is that you're supposed to use the gifts of God that, that God has given you mm-hmm. in doing his work. Right, mm-hmm. right. And and my understanding of that, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, if you do that, it's never work. Yeah. And right. you never get tired.
0: Right, right, right.
2: And I can
1: say that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You never get tired when you're with people. No. <laughs> that's
0: awesome. And Jim, who has been or is currently uh, one of your biggest faith influencers?
2: I don't know if it's one. It's a lot of people. But I think teachers in high school, mm-hmm. coaches, uh, a teacher in college that I can think of, uh, just Because of the way they conducted themselves, they were open, they were honest, they were giving, and uh, probably always loving, too. So, you know, it kind of resonated with me. Uh, Of course, my wife, uh, Marcy. Hmm. And again, it's interesting about Marcy. (laughs) Early in my marriage, I I think that... uh, I misunderstood what marriage was about because I thought we were competing with each other. <laughs> <laughs> and and not all the time, but some of the time. And finally, it dawned on me, we know I'm not really competing with her. And it changes the relationship a lot if you do that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, when she passed away, it was, you know, really difficult. But uh, as it turned out, you know, it's such a difficult time losing a loved one like that. But, um uh, I never would have believed. Well, no. I know that one of the things that's great about it, I'm still falling in love with Marcy. And the, and the way that that happens, it's just interesting. What's God's so great about this, too, is all her friends that I see and everything and talk about her and tell me things about her that I didn't really know. And and then the other thing is that I I did not fully understand how much she loved me. But now that she's gone, Uh all these things that come back and say, man. And one of the biggest things that that comes back is Marcy was an excellent uh, English teacher in high school. And uh, uh, we agreed when we got married that uh, she'd be a stay-at-home mom until our youngest child was in school. And then she'd go back to teaching. Well, we ended up uh, moving and coming over to Carmel, Indiana, when Karen, our youngest, went to first grade. And so she was going to go back to teaching. But back then... If you weren't working on your masters, you couldn't teach
0: oh wow,
2: so she she didn't she did not go back and do that, although she was busy doing everything else, actually yeah. taking care of us and the kids and and sacrificing a lot of things and yeah. and and she was just an excellent teacher, yeah. so for her to do that, and I didn't think anything about it at the time, but that was a big sacrifice for her mm-hmm. yeah, that's awesome. Uh, well,
1: you know, the last couple of years, Our Lady of Mount Carmel likes to say we're grateful no matter what. You've already expressed a lot of things you're grateful for and blessed for. <laughs> I, I, anything else? I, I tell you, that
2: is when they came out with that, I was challenged because I thought, well, how can I be grateful that Marcy passed away? Mm. And I wrestled with that for some time. But as God does, he reveals stuff to me. And now you guys, too, I'm sure. But... He revealed it as to having such a tough time with that for the first six months. And he he said, well, you know, you're going to be okay, and your life's going to be either equal to or better than it was before. Mm -hmm. Of course, I was skeptical when I heard Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. But it is true. uh, He's he's just remarkable. Mm -hmm. And I, I didn't, you know... For me to say that God's remarkable sounds like I must be stupid or something. Of course he's remarkable. Well, I think the realization of him and things that he's done for me and my family and been just so much a part of my life. And there are many instances in my life when I should probably be dead. Actually, I can tell you one of them right now. This is a long time ago. That was when I was three years old. And I was going to a nursery school. And my mother was working. And she dropped me off. And we went to the zoo. We were going to the zoo and, pe- and parents' cars, whatever it is. There were three of us in the back seat. I fell out of the car.
0: Oh, my gosh. I
2: fractured my skull, and I was, oh. in, I was in coma for a week. Oh, oh And they didn't think I was going to live. Yeah. And here I am. Wow. wow. Praise God. So, yeah. and, and, But at the time, I didn't think a whole lot about that. But the older I got, the more I thought about these mm. things. And, of course, it's, it's those instances like that when you reflect right. on it, you really understand, mm-hmm. well, you know. I could have died and I didn't. Right, right. Then the other big thing too, I, I i enlisted in the Marine Corps. And the time that I enlisted in the Marine Corps, there were no wars. So I got went three years in the Marine Corps, never nobody shot at me and I'd have to <laughs> shoot at anybody. Perfect. Great oh, well yeah, job for but that. again, of course, you know, I went in there with a completely different idea. Right. But in retrospect, I think, well, you know, another blessing. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Right.
0: Well, Jim, a couple takeaways from your stories. I love that you talked about community and how important that was, but I keep thinking back to early on when you talked about in college that that you were challenged in your faith and you were asked about it. Um, and I don't know, David, if you have other thoughts on that, but I think two things, right, is maybe a reminder for us to challenge others. And and by challenging can mean inviting them to a Bible study that they maybe don't think they need, or asking questions of others about their faith, even as Catholics, asking each other about our faith so that we take the opportunity, as you did in college, to find out some of those answers and um, to learn more in reading the Bible and taking those Bible studies as well, too.
1: Yeah, but boy, you can't do that anymore. You can't ask any questions like that oh. <laughs> you get, People are too afraid to ask those questions. So ha- have the courage yeah. to get vulnerable, to get deeper with people outside of small talk. I yeah. think big, you know, and people shouldn't be offended by, why do you believe that? Yeah. Uh, that's fascinating, well, I'm curious.
2: I think I'm another, sure. back when I was growing up, well, when I was in my work early work career and everything else. For some reason or other, when you got together socially with your colleagues or whatever, I mean maybe it was just friends in the neighborhood or whatever I was either taught or told or what two things you don't talk about at the party is religion and politics. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, well, okay, so and guess what? I never did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that's a big mistake. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. A big mistake.
1: There's a Walt Whitman quote. Uh I'm going to sound like I know it, but I saw it on a show. Uh, It's be curious, not judgmental. Uh, So if you can curiously ask these questions
2: in a good way, yeah, yeah, learn more about the world. I think the most important thing, if if you were to ask me if I was to choose between two two candidates for a particular job, and one of them was really gifted and everything else, and the other one was just average, and one of them had a great attitude and the other one didn't, Mm -hmm. guess which one I'd pick? attitude attitude Attitude. and the reason why i say that attitude has a lot to do with how you receive and how you reflect things Mm -hmm. and 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 guess what if you're in a a constant state of being afraid guess how you act right Right. yeah right Come (laughs) here.
0: um jim would you like to end us with a prayer
2: and okay. thanks so much for I,
0: joining us today
2: well, too. You know, I, I want to thank you very much for having me on. And of course, I watch the, the podcasts that you have and everything else, and I think they're great. And it, it's nice, nice. It's a blessing for us that you do this, Jody and David, and that. And you know, you answered God's uh, calling too, didn't you? By doing this, I so hope. We yeah. and, and you've got you've got the gifts to do it. And so look what happens when you do this. It's just nothing but more blessings from God.
1: Amen.
2: So here, I have a, a prayer that um, that we pray at the end of, of uh, some of our Bible studies. So in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, as we come to the end of our time together, we thank you for what we've learned here today. May the material discussed serve as a catalyst to move us forward and cause us to advance and see growth in all areas of our lives. May we leave here recognizing you are the God of all wisdom and the Holy Spirit will lead us forward. This we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Thanks for listening today and
1: stay stay salty.